Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Wednesday. Max, what's going on? You struggle with the Wednesdays. You should, when it's like can't Tuesday, find a good one. Thursday, yeah. it's like, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those days. It's like, it's in the middle of the week somewhere. You know, something like that. Uh, the, the lack of football is, is bothering me already. Like, uh, you, you remember that one week where we had football almost every single day? I missed that. Yeah, that was good times. Yeah, yeah. Um, programming note, I'm not going to be here the next two days. So um, enjoy, enjoy it while it lasts, listeners. Uh, Maxie will be filling in the next two days. So Enjoy which part? Him. When you're here or when you're not uh, here? Me not here. Okay. Yeah, yes. I will Soak return it on Saturday. That's yeah. that's my point is it's just enjoy me not being here for two days because I, I will be back on Saturday. I mean, as long as you know you don't disconnect my uh, connection, right? There you you know, it's, it's, I, I, I leave the office for a couple of days. I, I, the keys don't work anymore. I can't log into my computer anymore. You know, Panther's used to that. Yes. We fixed the glitch, Panther. We fixed the glitch. You know, I, sometimes I look forward to the, the days off that Max takes because I get more talking time. But with Saxy filling in, the 80% is still taken up. So I, I don't know that I'll get much more talking time. But listen, Max, with, uh, you, you came up with this. We're trying to keep football. I don't know what we do if we don't have football. So you came up with a way to keep football in our talking points. What are we going to do today? I believe we're going to look at some coaching odds. There are several coaching vacancies, I believe, in the NFL and possibly more to come. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jerry Jones really wasn't fucking enthusiastic about uh, uh, backing Mike McCarthy. You know, it wasn't like, you know, he's our guy for the fucking years to come. He's like, yeah, he's our coach. You know, so, I mean, there might be more to come. Who fuck knows? But of the vacancies that we know of, there's odds that are starting to come in. So I figure we'll just kind of go team by team. This is over at Yahoo Sports. They posted some odds there. You know, I tried to, I tried to search out some some odds myself. Uh, bet MGM does have yeah, some yeah. odds available for them. So, I mean, you can actually bet on these, you know, but I found this article that kind of breaks it down. Um, starting with Chicago, we'll talk Chicago Bears. And, and, and Matt Nagy is out for Chicago. Uh, they have... Justin Fields, who is their, going to be their sophomore quarterback. Um, they have uh, uh, Mac, right? They, they still have him. He's, he's, he's there in the, in the pass rush. Um, that's about it. That's, that's, so the, 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 apparently the favorite to become the next Bears coats at plus 160 is Brian Flores. Which is interesting because the speculation around Brian Flores is not uh, uh around working with rookie quarterbacks or sophomore quarterbacks it is bringing in deshaun watson so i wonder if they're a pair um uh if that's part of it uh other options plus 500 leslie frazier he's currently the bills defensive coordinator he was the coach of who was he the coach of leslie frazier he's, he's wasn't the chargers 
No, I have to think about this. Let me let me research this before someone uh, calls us out on Twitter. Uh, but Leslie Frazier has some head coaching experience. Uh, Brian Dab- Dabble is the B- Bills offensive coordinator. Jim Harbaugh, pff, not going to fucking happen. And Doug Peterson, right, former Eagles head coach. He's, he's, he's probably going to get some looks, right? You think uh, Doug Peterson's name will come up a couple times? He's got a ring. I mean, just, just, why not? But it, yeah. isn't he from that same? Isn't yeah. Nagy from that same family? Like, what, yeah. would you? I mean, wouldn't you want to be like, well, it didn't fucking work with this guy. Was it going to work with this guy? I honestly. Um, Brian Flores should have the pick of any fucking job that he wants, in my opinion. I don't know how he plays with fucking GMs or or bosses or whatever. I don't fucking know that. But if if Brian Flores wants his job, it's his to have. Uh, If not, on this list, I mean, I don't know. Is anyone getting you excited here? Is, uh, is, 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 Is it Flores? Flores is the only one on the list that gets me excited. I don't know about Sex Panther. Well, I think Flores is uh, at the top of the the list here. But if I'm Flores and I didn't want Tua, I probably don't want Justin Fields either. So if if he's the top of the Bears wish list, I'm not entirely sure that the Bears are the top of his wishes. It's a, it's not a great situation, that's for sure. And yeah, your point is well taken that if if he's going to Chicago, it, it's just going to be the same thing all over again, right? He's 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 gonna want a uh, you know a Houston correctional inmate to come play for uh, play for his team. Yeah, which I mean, we'll get to talking about Houston and and whether or not Deshaun would want to stay if if uh, you bring in Flores. But I mean, I don't know if Deshaun's gonna have a choice, right? I mean, we've talked about all the issues that Deshaun Watson's having. We haven't seen anything show up in the courtrooms yet, so um, we we we'll we'll see about that. Hey, uh, let's move on to Denver. Uh, Vic Fangio out. He was not very happy about that. By the way, uh, he got that team to what? It was seven and ten this year. Seven, it seven wins, eight seven wins. Seven wins, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I mean, you know, they've always been like kind of there, right? So, looking at where the fight favorites are, it's Dan Quinn, Ugh. former Atlanta Falcons head coach, Dan Quinn, former Seattle Seahawks uh, defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, is the favorite to become Denver's next head coach. And I got to say that that does not excite me whatsoever. Plus 125, the odds on Dan Quinn there. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, the Packets offensive coordinator, plus 425. I think, honestly, that name is probably going to come up quite often. And especially if Denver wants to get a certain uh, quarterback to come uh, play for them, maybe that is a sign of why he is so high up there. And then Eric uh, sleeping with the enemy is uh, plus 1000 from Kansas City. I think he's got another job in his sights that we'll talk about very soon. Um, Dan Quinn. Holy shit. That was a name I wasn't expecting. I don't like that list of names and I don't like I didn't like the way Dan Quinn performed in Atlanta. He took over a team that was kind of an offensive juggernaut. He was the defensive specialist coming over from the Seahawks, but he didn't really fix the defense there. So I don't know what I, there's nothing to love about Denver because the ownership situation is chaotic. As long as John Elway's there, you're probably going to have quarterback issues and somebody always calling the shot on who the quarterback's going to be and it's not going very well i don't like the denver job at all if i was a head coach looking for a job i'd probably stick with unemployment or a coordinator position than take that job (laughs) unemployment that's better than denver in your mind well that's what dan quinn's doing right he's not doing anything that's true that's true yeah i'm not excited about any i mean of the three we have here it's hackett 
I don't think there's any chance Bienemy goes to Denver and Dan Quinn. That just seems like that's got bust written all over it. And it's more of the same. I think there's value for plus four twenty five, yeah, especially no. with the rumors of you know them being interested in Rogers last se- last off season. I think that that's a really good chance. Um, you know, he's he's going to get attention. We we know that these coordinators tend to get jobs. Uh, there's a couple you know every year, a handful of them that that, that get them every year. And if you're the offensive coordinator for Aaron Rodgers and, and the Green Bay Packers, even though they haven't had their best offensive season this year, they they started to finish strong though, right? I think and if they come out in the playoffs, imagine that you know, yeah, they're probably interviewing like after this round, right? So, um, you know, real quick, there, there's the name's not on the list, but if I was Denver, would you not entertain bringing Gary Kubiak back? Oh Jesus! I think I think he's just too old. Just not 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 say old uh, because I mean Belichick is fucking seventy. But you know I think he's just yeah. I, I don't think he has it in him to be a head coach. He's been like a special consultant here and there. He's helped GMs. I don't know if he has it in him. I think he's got a son though. I think one of his sons is a coordinator somewhere, but probably you know who knows. Uh, yeah, it was fucking astounding. We saw that on Twitter yesterday. That is it. Three of the head coaches are younger than Tom Brady. In, Every in coach the in the NFC playoffs is younger than yeah Tom Brady, except for uh, his coach. Yeah, right? his coach. Uh, Ar- yeah, Arians yeah. is, is, yeah, is yeah. older than him. Yeah, right. but, but Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they fired Mike Zimmer, much to Panther celebration. Right. You're talking about this on the Sunday show, though. You're you're not in love with anyone, though, to kind of take over from Mike Zimmer. There's, there's not not anyone that's uh, you know exciting you, but it's saying here plus three hundred is Eric Bieniemy to take over. I think the enemy is the one that makes the most sense just because of all these teams, Minnesota offers the highest upside um, with offense. It doesn't fix their defense and maybe he can bring an offensive co- or a defensive coordinator along with him. But with that offense, two incredibly talented wide receivers, uh, a stallion at running back and a better than average quarterback. Uh, this is the only job that I think makes sense for the enemy. And if it's not the enemy, I really don't know who it could possibly be. You think the enemy would stand outside uh, Spags' house with like a boombox over his head, asking him to come with him to Minnesota? I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe Spags, <laughs> maybe Spags has fascinations of Andy Reid retiring one day and taking over in Kansas oh, City. Who knows? He's not getting another head coaching job. It's, it's not going to happen. I think we we've we've learned with Spags that he needs to be singular focused, and even with that, it's it's not it's not a guarantee he's going to do a great job. So let's just leave Spags doing his defensive thing and leave him alone. He's had success doing that. Um, Trust me, I know from experience, we don't want him as a head coach. Uh, other options for Minnesota, we said Brian Dabble, Bill's offense coordinator. I guess he's another uh, guy whose name's up and coming. Brian Flores, plus 800. It doesn't seem like he's going to end up there. Uh, Andre Patterson, he's the Vikings assistant head coach, co-defensive coordinator. That's that's interesting. Kind of like, a, I guess, a, a, an up, you know, a promotion of sorts. Doug Peterson, once again, plus 900. And Kellen Moore, the Cowboys offensive coordinator, plus 900. Uh, I mean, which way do they go? You, you go offense, you go defense. You, is, is, I wonder if there's a trend between firing a defensive head coach and bringing in an offensive one or vice versa. <laughs> I wonder if we if we went through the uh, went, went through history, if, if, if that's that's the case. Like, it's like, ah, this defensive thing didn't work out for us. Let's go offense. Uh, what, what do you guys preference, though? Are you guys more like, do you need an offensive guy or a defensive guy? I, I, my, my preference is a defensive guy. Because they they also know offense as well, right? You know, I think offensive people are a little, other than quarterbacks, are a little singular focused on what they fucking have to do. A good defensive guy, or even like a, um, 
like a special teams type coach, someone that sees the whole fucking game, watches the whole fucking. It's, it's almost like the similar, uh, you know, catchers make good fucking uh, managers in baseball because they kind of see the whole <laughs> fucking game. Do you guys have a preference of that? I whatever you have for your head coach, I I want to have like an A lister as my opposite coordinator. So if the if the Vikings were to go get an offensive coach, they had a supposedly a defensive coach in Zimmer. If they go get an offensive one, then maybe you get a Dan Quinn who did do well with the Seahawks when he was singularly focused on a defense. Maybe you bring him along as your defensive coordinator. Um, but you know, you brought up Kellen Moore as well. I wonder if that that quarterback draw gaff at the end of the Cowboys, if that's gonna hurt his interview prospects. What if that was Kellen Moore's move against uh, McCarthy? <laughs> we'll call we'll call this draw get, and we'll get, get rid of get McCarthy. McCarthy Fox. Yes. <laughs> get oh, fired. Yeah. Christ, yeah. I'm at, I'm at I, I'm, I, my preference is more of a defensive minded head coach. I think to give the team, uh, you know, the attitude that a defense would have, you know, a more tough attitude. And then, as it, I would think that as a head coach, then you would tell the offensive coordinator, "You go play with your nerds. I'm here to give the, <laughs> give the offense some swagger." Yeah. I, so I, I think I think that's my preference as well is I, I think I'd like a, you know, again, a defensive minded guy. That's, but I guess the situation, you know, dictates it. If you, if you bring in someone and we'll, we'll hear this name too, you bring in someone like Raheem Morris, who has former head coaching uh, experience and you bring him in to run your defense. And it's one less thing you fucking have to worry about. And then you can worry about, you know, Stafford turning the ball over uh, Miami dolphins. Of course they have an opening because they fired Brian Flores, who does not play well with others. So looking to replace him, it seems like it's uh, this dabble guy plus 300 is set to be the next Dolphins head coach. But of course, Eric B his name came up last time that the, uh, the Dolphins, I think he interviewed for that job and didn't get it. Uh, and we've mentioned about Eric B before about maybe there's just something in his interview. Maybe they say, okay, what's your plan? And he's like, Patrick Mahomes, you know, yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Like, I mean, uh, may, maybe he just doesn't interview well, or maybe he doesn't have like a future plan of how to build a team. And he's situated to be an offensive coordinator. Uh, Doug Peterson, oh man, is it, Andy Reid's guys fucking fighting it out. Brutal <laughs> fucking fighting it out. Uh, Kellen Moore, once again, Bri- Byron Leftwich, the uh, top, but him returning to Florida. I think we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, Todd Bowles, he's currently the Buccaneers defensive coordinator, former Jets uh, head coach, Todd Bowles, right? Yeah. So uh, he's, he's, a, he's, you know, Going to get some looks, I'm sure. And once again, Nathaniel Hackett. I, I, every single, every single one of these have Nathaniel Hackett. He's getting a fucking job, right? I mean, unless he's a, he's a complete fucking idiot during the interview process. This is Nathaniel Hackett guy's getting a job, it seems. Um, who is the best fit for Miami? A guy that that it's got to be an offensive guy, I think, right? You need a guy that's going to focus in on developing Tua, see if you have Tua. So to me, uh, I, I don't hate the enemy. I don't hate the enemy in this situation at all, especially because I, I you know, I think Byron left, which is, is probably going to eye up another Florida job. Uh, I, I think value plus 500 for Eric the enemy here. Yeah, I like the enemy here, but I, I got to be honest after what Miami did with Flores, their, their marriage to Tua, and they didn't like the way Flores didn't play well with others. I fear they're looking for a yes, ma'am. You know, somebody's just coming in like, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And it's almost like a Jerry Jones situation where management wants to run the team. I don't know if I want something to do with that, that you get rid of a guy. This Flores guy can fucking coach and you just chase him out of the building. The enemy is probably a good fit. Hackett's probably a good fit. The guy from Buffalo is probably a good fit. But, man, I, I don't eye this from a coaching point. I wouldn't eye this job up. I think Dable's probably the best fit for Miami, honest to God. 
I'm thinking of Josh Allen's, you know, weaknesses. It's not arm strength, which is unfortunately that's two is arm strength. But Dable seems to be able to limit the damage that a quarterback can do and and, and improve them too. So for, in my mind, Dable, that plus 300, that's the play. All right. Uh, moving on to Jacksonville, Urban Meyer experiment. Uh, um, I actually just guess, read the word experiment on screen and it went to my head. Sorry, that's plagiarism. Uh, your words, not mine. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars got rid of Urban Meyer after not even a full season. That kind of uh, shit the bed. Goddamn Bill O'Brien. Plus 200 is the fucking. Oh, my God. I saw this and, and fucking just all lost my shit. Why would you bring him in? He did such a fucking stellar job destroying the Houston Texans. I, you know who's fucking doing this? I bet I, I bet you I know who's up to this. It's got to be like it's got to be the Titans, right? The Titans are fucking doing this. Like, oh, well, we we hadn't destroyed the Houston Texans. Let's have them destroy the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Let's after just that, go down you know, the list. After that, you know, we're sure for uh, you know for, if Panther has his way, Frank Reich will be fired. He can slide in there and get you know that 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 just caused chaos for decades there. A Bill O'Brien plus two hundred. Be Jacksonville's next head coach. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw money on Byron Leftwich here. Plus three hundred. Buccaneers offense coordinator coming home. Great story. Young quarterback. I think that you know. I, I think this is a no brainer. But some other guys making making some news here. Uh, Jim Caldwell plus six hundred. Uh, Daryl Bevel. He's the current interim head coach. Plus six hundred. Nope. Uh, and Doug Peterson, former Eagles head coach, plus seven hundred. Maybe. Maybe they bring in some guy that has a little bit of stability like Caldwell or Peterson. But at this point, I'm, just take a fucking flyer on Leftwich. I feel. God, if we thought Kubiak was old, what's Caldwell? I mean, I mean Caldwell, Caldwell's got to be like in his 70s. I, to me, this is a no-brainer as well. It's got to be Leftwich. If, if they don't get Leftwich, I feel like they missed the mark. I don't think anybody else is a good fit. Harbaugh's name has actually come up here too, but I, I get the distinct impression Harbaugh is staying at the college ranks. Um, so for me, it's Byron Leftwich or bust. Yeah, they should hire Bill O'Brien. They should totally hire Bill O'Brien. Why not? Just just make it the worst franchise in the history of all professional sports ever. God. So that I, would make sense for Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No, it's, it's Leftwich or bust in my mind. Why not? There's so many questions. There's so many problems in Jacksonville. Just bring him in and just see what happens. Hey, real quick. I, I, yeah, I did look it up. Uh, Leslie Frazier, I, I thought so. I didn't want to misspeak here because, you know, people are vicious to us. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. He was the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, oh, was, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Many years ago. Uh, New York Giants. It seems like who the fuck knows going to be the, uh, the the head coach of the new job. Uh, Brian Dabble, once again, Bill's offense coordinator. Doug Peterson, former, Eagle, former Eagles head coach. Kind of makes sense there, I think. Uh, Brian Flores, I think they would love Brian Flores if they can get him. I don't know if he wants that job. Uh, Eric Bieniemy, I don't think he's getting that job. Jim Harbaugh, he's not fucking leaving and taking that job. Byron Leftwich is not going to get that job. Josh McDaniels is not going <laughs> no, to fucking no. leave and take that job. And why would you do that anyway? Why is his name on this list? You're going to take one Belichick. It's, it's the fucking same shit. Is it one Belichick guy for another Belichick guy? So, well, this guy didn't work. Uh, Joe Judge didn't work. Hey, let's take fucking Josh McDaniels again, the guy that, 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 that Judge used to work for. Nope. No, thanks. And then Patrick Graham, the Giants defensive coordinator and the way that defense has been playing over the fucking last couple of seasons. I don't think so. To me, I, I think Doug Peterson, this is his shot. I think this is this is it for him. I think this is he knows the NFC East. I think, you know, young quarterback he can he can help work with um, works so well with Carson Wentz. Um, Maybe maybe just brings in Nick Foles and wins a Super Bowl. I don't know. I think Doug Peterson is the guy plus 400. That's my money. 
I guess this must be the what Panther wonders about. Be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, to me, Doug Peters, it's Doug Peterson. That seems like a really good fit. I mean, you can win with Nick Foles. I'm, I'm sure you can make the Giants a little bit better, but they have so many problems, man. We talked about it. You know, there's so many injuries, so many holes in this team. It, it's a long term build, and you've got to get a commitment from the front office before you do it. Yeah. I, I, I And again, like, I think he's a guy that. You can depend on, right? I think he's 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 not like some flash in the pan young guy. He's 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 been in the league for a while. Um, is that it? Are we running so long? That's I mean, it. I don't, that's it. All it's right, over. let's take a break. Let's talk about Odds Jam, right? Developed by Stanford engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. How do you use Odds Jam, Arch? What do you do? Oh well, well there's a couple ways. One, they update the lines actually stupidly fast. It's it's mind-boggling how fast the lines update. So you can either you know track steam movements and you know find positive EV there, or you could even find some arbitrage. So here's the thing: is we do a morning show, so you know Odds Jam is constantly you know updating itself throughout the day. So by the time that Arch actually places some bets at evening time, there's so much movement, there's so much more data, and Odds Jam helps him may place profitable bets. That's right. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. That's the smartest betting software on the market. Get used to winning with Odds Jam. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. That's right. NBA, what do you got? I got six games and, and we're running long. And I was I was hoping for a 20 minute show oh. today. I was, like, I was I was trying to get this for you because I know that you've been bitching about how long we've fucking been going lately. So Brooklyn at Washington. Wizards have won four of their last five games. Lone win. Uh, their lone loss, I'm sorry, was a home gaffe against the Blazers. And trust me. I know. Uh, now they're welcoming the Brooklyn Nets into town, a team coming off of a loss to the Cavs, a loss of Kevin Durant for a couple of months, it seems. Uh, in that game, Kyrie Irving also said, motherfuckers still ungrateful. 
regarding the Cleveland fans who were booing him. And with such a positive attitude like that, one must wonder why the Cavs fans were booing him. (laughs) Kyrie will get to play today, though. I was unsure of that because Washington just had a vaccine mandate not too long ago. It caused Bradley Beal to get his vaccination. Um, It's a very similar mandate to the one that keeps Kyrie from playing at home. But I checked and he's cleared to play. So Kyrie will be on there and the Nets are going to be on the road for a bit. So he's going to get a chance to be the alpha as Mm. Durant recovers. Uh, Washington playing some good basketball as of late. But other than that win over Philly, again, trust me, I know uh, they have had a lighter schedule. I like the Nets to grab a road win today. Ten dollar money line bet on Brooklyn. I'm leaning Brooklyn here. Okay. Lean, leaning uh, yeah, all right. Well, I'm going to bet Brooklyn plus the two points. Okay. I, 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 I like that. I like that little wiggle room. What are you getting here? Plus 105? Yeah. Yeah, not much. Not much. A little some. bit. A little bit of plus line. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Uh, Minnesota at Atlanta. Hawks coming off of a big win over the Bucks. Trust me. I know. Uh, T-Wolves. They're playing in a back-to-back. They beat the Knicks yesterday. Trust me. I know. You're starting to see a theme of how my last few days of NBA betting has gone, right? Uh, Minnesota improved to 10-12 and 12 on the road this season. Overall, just playing some pretty good basketball now that everyone is healthy back on that team. Atlanta's still dealing with some key injuries, but, I mean, it's, it's the Trey Young show. He's coming off of a very good game. He's going to be motivated to put together a winning streak. I just don't know if he's going to do it. <laughs> I like the T-Wolves here. I have them winning outright by almost nine points. So I mean, it's a no fucking brainer for me. Uh, $10 money line bet on Minnesota. Well, I'm leaning Minnesota in this one. I couldn't quite get there. The two and a half, it's, it's right there. It's, it's splitting hairs. Couldn't quite make it happen. You're getting plus 120 on your money line. I think there is some value there. Lean Minnesota for me. All right. Panthers still having issues. Maybe he can get through them and just kind of run through his. Uh, yeah, Memphis Memphis at Milwaukee. Uh, Grizzlies continue to be one of the hottest teams in the NBA. And despite that laugher against Dallas a few days back, um, I was talking about that one. I said that was a dangerous one. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. Did you bet that one? Did you bet Dallas in that one? Do you remember that Dallas Memphis? I mean, Panther was all in on Memphis on that one. I was like, ah, I don't feel, I don't feel good about that one. It seems like Dallas is going to bounce back from that loss from the Knicks. I can't remember honestly if it's a lean or a bet. I'd have to go yeah. back to the sportsbook ledger. Either way, I mean, other than that game, Memphis is just firing on all cylinders. The Bucks, of course, uh, coming off that loss to the Hawks. Losers of four of their last five games. Uh, maybe they're just sleepwalking through the regular season once again, or maybe the injuries are really hampering them. Uh, Drew Holiday is listed as questionable heading into tonight, and you would expect him to log some minutes if he is available. How effective he'll be, yeah, no one actually knows, um, especially when he's trying to keep pace with the fast-paced Grizzlies. Memphis, of course, leads the league in fast-break scoring. And Milwaukee has done well in transition defense this year, but I think they need a healthy holiday to kind of keep up with the speed of Morant and Desmond Bain out there tonight. It's another one where I straight up have the dog winning. So I'm going to do it again. $10 money line bet on Memphis. I like that. You're getting plus 220 money line. That's good. This is a heavy, heavy lean for me. I know Panther wants a piece of this one. Panther's on this one. If I've got a signal, Panther's jumping all over this one. So I like the plus line and I'm putting 10 bucks on the grizzle. There you go. Yeah, I'm leaning this one. Couldn't couldn't quite get there, but I, I like a lot of this, what you guys are doing, but not all of it. So just a lean for me. All right. Moving on to San Antonio. Well, something happened the other day and it just might spell my doom for today. I bet against the Spurs and they lost. <laughs> it's a rare occasion yeah. where I bet against them and I walk away the winner. So dare I try again? 
I dare. I dare. OKC has been a team that I have made money on this season. Uh, pretty much like a handful of these big plus lines I've hit uh, has me in the black. And despite a few misreads here and there, especially with betting them on the road, which has been some kryptonite. Well, lo and behold, they're on the road again. <laughs> uh, uh, they've only managed six of those road wins this season. But against a team like the Spurs, I, it's the big money line like this. I, I'm hoping they can notch number seven. Uh, probably a game where it makes sense to take the points here. I think what plus six and a half. Six and a half. Like yeah. You know, it probably makes sense to take the points. But I, I once again, it's close. But I have them kind of sneaking out a win on this one. Mm. It, it, it goes back and forth. It's like within a point or so. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander averaging 30 points per game over his l- last four games. Uh, Josh Giddy continues to kind of stuff those box scores. Um, Spurs finally, I'd say, somewhat healthy. They've got the their team at full strength, but even at full strength, they just tr- they, they lack a true alpha out there. I don't know if 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 you know betting against them is the smartest thing I can do. It's, don't know if it's the dumbest thing I can do, but I'm going to do it anyway. OKC money line bet ten dollars on them. Yeah, I'd say you definitely have a chance. I've got this as a toss-up, 50-50 game. But like you suggest, I'm going to follow and take those points. I like the Thunder here with the 6.5, so 10 bucks on Oklahoma City. All right, there you go. I'm leaning OKC right here, but it's just, again, it's a game I have in that 6-8 to eight point range, so I can't jump in with both feet, so I'm leaning the Thunder. All right, I still got two more. Let's talk uh, LAC, the Clippers at Denver. Uh, Nuggets continue to be a team that just baffles me. Uh, last time they played the Clippers, that was definitely a baffling one. They scored 85 points in a fucking loss to them. Uh, get a chance to avenge that loss as the Clippers head to Denver, fresh off of a big win over the Pacers a couple of nights ago. LA still waiting to get one or possibly both their stars back. I don't know if you guys saw this. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were at the Rams game the other night. And we have another meme-worthy moment for Mr. Leonard. Uh, apparently, uh, PG, Mookie Betts, a couple other guys were dancing, having a good time. And there's Kawhi in the corner giving everyone the fucking side-eye, which is probably what he's doing right now while rehabbing his ACL, just giving this team a side-eye and wondering which team he's going to sign with next. <coughs> Golden State. Uh, <laughs> reigning MVP Nikola Jokic is coming off of back-to-back triple-doubles. He's been able to get some rest in some blowout games recently. Maybe he has another chance to get some rest tonight. I like Denver to win this one big. I'm going to take the money line but i gotta up the ante a little bit to make it work so a 15 dollars money line bet on the nuggets here yeah i think the nuggets win but uh, i didn't ha- i wasn't sure about them covering it looks like pg could actually be out for uh two to four more weeks they're talking about extending his time that he's on the sidelines so uh the, the clippers without Kawhi and without paul george really are not that good of a team i'll lean the nuggets but it's a no play for me yeah i'll lean the nuggets here too they, they should win i'm just not laying seven and a half or minus 300 it's just too rich for me but it's a lean for me on denver one last one for me to talk about Detroit at Sacramento. Um, teams continue to pester Detroit about the availability of Jeremy Grant and the trade deadline. He has been assigned to the G League right now. He's rehabbing an injury. So I think uh, while a lot of teams could use a player like Grant, what they are going to do is, is get him some playing time and then bubble wrap him, <laughs> show that he's healthy enough, get some max value for him, and then trade him. Uh, without him out there, that team's offense just kind of centers on Kate Cunningham. When he's good. The rookie's been doing... Uh, fine to start his NBA career, but he cannot do everything on his own here. Sacramento, we know, incredibly talented yet inconsistent team. Uh, they could be dealing some of that talent very soon as well. Uh, neither team's anyone that you get excited about or even trust, uh, but the Kings can put up some points. I think they, they're 13th in the league in points per game. 
their defense is still absolute shit, but they can score. Let's focus on the positive here. I expect them to score some points tonight. $10 money line bet on the Kings. You know, I really want to be on this game. I, I like the Kings, but they've been so bad and so inconsistent all season. You really can't even trust them. And with Detroit on the second game of a back-to-back, coming off that ass-whooping last night, I think the Kings are the play, but I didn't write it down, and I'm not going to, you know, jinx you like that. So I'll just lean the Kings. Yeah, I'm leaning the Kings here, too. I almost bet it. I mean, this is a real soul-search moment. I don't think six and a half is enough points. I think do think the Kings win by more, but that whole consistency the Kings bring to the table just has me worried. So the heaviest lean possible on Sacramento. That is it for me. Jesus, six games for me. I still got two more. Let's take a look at Charlotte going to Boston. Time to rip the Band-Aid off. Boston's been playing pretty good as of recently, but so have the Hornets. I just have this game like the like that San Antonio game is kind of a toss up, and in, in a toss up game like this, I'm just inclined to take the points. So uh, for ten bucks, I'm going to put uh, money on Charlotte plus the four and a half. <laughs> Three uh, and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I Vegas agrees. Yeah, I, I have Charlotte winning this game by a point here. Um, I, I do think that this is a vulnerable game for Boston. They're playing some better basketball, but this Charlotte team can shoot. They can shoot. They can shoot. Did I mention that they can shoot? This fucking team is really, really good. Boston, it's fits and spurts. They just made a trade, by the way. Uh, uh, they uh, getting some salary relief. Um, uh, who is it? Uh Juancho Juancho Hernan Gomez Juancho Hernan Gomez he's he's, he's out there he's he's gone Uh, they brought in Bo Bo I love Bo Bo out there Um, I I, moral support here I think the Hornets can outright win this one lean on Charlotte yeah I like the Hornets plus the three and a half liked them a lot more at the four and a half but you know three and a half is still fine in my mind so I'm going to put that one percent just risking it all uh, ten bucks on the Hornets plus three and a half uh, bet it all. One more game for me. Uh, let's take a look at Cleveland going to Chicago. This is like a perfect storm for me because I- I've liked Cleveland all season. I'm making some money off of Cleveland, but right now you have to fade the Bulls. Without Zach Levine, without Lonzo Ball, this team has really, really been struggling. And at only two points, uh, I definitely like that. So I'll lay the two points and put 10 bucks on the Browns. Yeah, another one where I have the uh, <laughs> Cavaliers outright winning this one. And I was like, I can't bet all the fucking dogs, can I? Oh, my God. Can't fucking do that. I might. I still might bet this one offline. I uh, love the Cleveland play here today. You're totally right. Without their full squad, the Bulls seem to be suffering. Uh, I guess the MVP talks for one uh, uh, DeRozan <laughs> might be uh, fading away right now. Uh, lean on the Cavaliers. Yeah, another game where I almost took the favor, too. I <laughs> Cleveland should win by more than two and a half or three. You would, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I'm, I'm there, but I'm not quite there. So I'm leaning Cleveland, who's going to win by four. Is that it? Sorry about that. Yep, that's it for me. Hockey. Let's blast it. I have nothing I'm betting on in hockey. Um, you know, uh, maybe some okay. value on the Coyotes with that big plus line. Um, ah, shit, maybe some value with the Ducks and the big plus line. But I, I have the Devils and the Avalanche winning both those games respectively. There's only one bettable game on the board today, and I I just couldn't do it. So Panther, go ahead, do it. I will do it uh, because I do think there's value on the home team Rangers who've been playing pretty good all season. Look, I get it. Toronto's been playing well all season as well, but this is just more about to do with the value play. Minus 160 for Toronto seems a little chalky, so I will take that plus 150 or so on the Rangers and put 10 bucks on New York. 
anything is possible with this with this Toronto Maple Leafs team. They can go out there and just fucking kick the shit out of the Rangers, or they can lose. I mentioned uh, Rangers were in the first place in Metropolitan as of yesterday, um, so uh, they're playing some good hockey. Uh, them at home with the plus line, you got to love it. And, and I just couldn't get there. I, just, I have the Maple Leafs winning this game. Um, not not enough to dictate uh, betting you know that amount but enough for me to scare me off from from taking the plus line of the rangers there so i good luck to you man i i just i couldn't get there i like it i like that play i do think the rangers have enough of a chance to definitely warrant a plus 140 so i i like that play yep yeah me too so that that is it i don't like those other chalky lines there's no chance there's no chance that colorado is warranting this what Mm-mm. minus Mm-mm. two four there's Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. chance Mm-mm. anaheim anaheim's another play i think you got to make just just because there's a small enough chance to, to warrant a bet here for anaheim yeah i totally agree i, I totally agree uh let's see iceberg you know what he did he took mm-hmm, the ducks mm-hmm. plus one and a half. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, we talked I about like the little duck thing that he put there too. Uh, I don't know, you... you know, that's nice. That's a nice little touch there. <laughs> Kids with their emojis, man. I don't I like know. A little duck, fucking mallard. And if it matches his little uh, green and uh, you know what shows up on the screen, anyway, we close this stuff. We talked about NFL head coaching vacancies and hires, and who we like and who we dislike. Talked about the NBA and NHL, Max. But that is it. We talked way too fucking long about the head coaches thing. I'm sorry about that. I thought this was going to be a quick hitter, but hey, I hope you enjoyed it. Download the DGENs app for Android iOS. Let us know anything about our picks, your picks. Anyways, picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen every single episode. Panther, take us home. I'll take you home with a four-teamer again. And the only reason it's a four-teamer is because I really like all these plays. So let's take the Memphis Grizzlies plus the six and a half, Oklahoma City plus six and a half, Charlotte plus, I guess, three and a half now. And the Cleveland Cavaliers minus the two. Put those together. That'll be your Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Ah, make some money, fools. Yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said, done, get this all. Make some money, fools. Great. I wanted to hurry up and get that through before I can lose a signal or something. It didn't work. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.